WFNU is a volunteer-run station made up of many different community voices. Each program expresses one aspect of that diversity and not the views of WFNU or Frogtown tuned in as a whole. This hour of programming is brought to you by the Frogtown Curling Club, located at Minnehaha and Western in the heart of the Frogtown neighborhood. Curling is fun to play, and the Frogtown Curling Club has events for youth and families. More information is available at www.frogtowncurling.org or at 651-558-2200. Frogtown Curling Club, the fun club. Good morning and welcome to Neon Winter Radio. I'm your host, Ganymede. It's going to be a cold one today. So bundle up, sit by the fire, and turn up the volume. And enjoy the warm tones of electronic music. Relax. The simulation will be over soon. This is Neon Winter Radio.
Listening to the 945 show on WFNULP 94.1 FM and podcasted everywhere. Local music from the Twin Cities. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to WFNULP 94.1 FM in St. Paul. We are Frogtown Community Radio. I am your host, Mike Rez. Thanks for joining me on the 945 show. We kicked off the show with a new song from Ganymede, Neon Winter was the name of that one. That one should be available shortly on Bandcamp, I'm sure. Uh, Gage, if you're listening, great song. I'm a little biased towards that one, and if you heard the end, I think you know why. Uh, in studio with me this morning, ladies and gentlemen, Denotive. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. <laughs> Just realizing, like I said earlier, it's called the 945 Show because we're actually in the studio on the air at 945. Correct. That is right. Outstanding. How was uh, finding the studio <laughs> that early? Well, you know, I'll say this is this is a step. Nothing against the church basement setup. Right. This, this is a lot more comfortable. It is. Yeah. yeah. We love Faith Lutheran. Yeah. That place and, was fantastic. And they were there for us when we needed them, which was outstanding mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. remarkable how that worked out. Uh, but yeah, the, you were on the show two years ago. Three I think it was more ago, than two, two years, and ago. years it was, ago. It was it was pre-COVID. We could say it was two years ago. Yeah, it feels it was that way. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was... That was Jake and I were both in at the same time. Right. And not only that, we weren't in the main studio. We were in the production studio, so we were in the locker room. Yeah. We were, we were like way down there. There was like a youth like YMCA thing going on at the <laughs> same time. <laughs> yeah, the shower room was right off to the left. Yeah, it was literally. Great. Yeah, we get done with the interview. I'd go throw a couple hoops and then jump in the shower. So. <laughs> it works out perfectly. That's what we that's what we do at Frogtown Community Radio. We want to make sure everybody. Yeah, this this gets place. What I feel like though, I'm, I'm ready to like order room service. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> like see if they can send up a couple eggs over easy from downstairs, and they no. probably would. I mean, I was overhearing the uh, the front desk attendant. And uh, they right now they have three people in the hotel, three okay. guests. So they got nothing. To, so they would actually. You're saying they'd be grateful. They would be grateful if we called it in. If we called it in and said, "Hey, could you send up a couple eggs over easy? Maybe like a cherry Danish, right? You know, yeah. a diet coke, something like that." We'll charge the station. Yeah, exactly. Just, just put it on our tab. Yeah, put it on Frogtown tuned in tab. <laughs> All right, well, we're off to a good rockin' start. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> uh, this is the 945 Show, as I mentioned, and you're listening to WFNU. If you want more information on the radio station, please visit WFNULP. Uh, actually, it's WFNU.org. Here, I'm, like, getting my station ID and my so website's you better, messed you up. You better get this right, because yeah. this is this, these are your people. Right, <laughs> WFNU.org. Check us out. Uh, new thing on there, Matt. We have... Uh, 
an archive player. It's called mm. the Arc Player. And now listeners can go back two weeks wow. and listen to a show if they miss something. So we are available via podcast, mm. and now we're archived two weeks back. Well, it's like traveling back in time two weeks. It is, yes. So You don't, you don't even need to go 88 miles an hour to reach that right. archive. Do you have anything for your future you in the past? Uh, well, if future me is listening... I want you to know you're doing great. <laughs> awesome. I like that. Bridge Sky is here, too. I'm going to mention that Bridge is in the studio. Bridge is hanging out with us this morning. So, um, And you can hear Bridge on her own podcast on Sunday nights, Reco- Kiss Recovery 101. Mm-hmm. Eight, o'clock. 8 o'clock. YouTube, Facebook. Love it. Anywhere else? That's it for now. That's it for now. So, and We'll build it out. Yep. We'll Sunday, Sunday afternoons here on WFNU. On the Rise Up Hour. One o'clock. Oh, well, that's the Rise Up Hour on Sunday? Yeah, one o'clock. That's usually when I'm getting up, so that works, you know. <laughs> All right, Matt, you are here because Denotive has released a new EP. We have new music to talk about. I'm we so do. excited about it's, it. It's been a number of years since we had new music to talk about. Yeah, it did. Why? <laughs> you know, there's a lot to unpack with that question. <laughs> I figured I could ask why, and then we could go, like, three hours on it or something. Well, see, it all began with a vision. No, I won't do that to you. No, I mean, I mean, it, uh, some of those tracks came together, like, when I was actually sick with COVID. So, like, you know, Retribution, which just uh, debuted this week. Very, 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 very pleased and uh, very grateful that uh, New Retrowave and I still have a good relationship, and they were willing to post that. Um, but, like, Retribution, for example, I was dead sick with covid when i wrote that track mm-hmm. you know i was like getting out of the shower at after having woken up at like three in the afternoon because when you have covid you just sleep all the time and like just happened you know and i couldn't really go back to work at that point like i was recovering but like it still wasn't safe for me to go see anybody and so like that track and chimera the title track both were things that i came up with while i was sick and recovering from covid and that so everything from this ep is from 2020 forward it's all sort of even though it's not thematically part of you know the global pandemic, um, right? There, there is still that sort of hanging over it, looming over it. Sure. So you know, I think that's probably given everything a little bit more of a dire flavor than it otherwise would have had. <laughs> you know, if I were just left to my own devices writing things. So. Right, and you got the uh, it was COVID, the OG COVID. Yeah, right? there wasn't yeah. even that before we had no different variants. flavors of it. Yeah. Like you know, this was the original recipe. You know, it wasn't mixed around. It wasn't like the Beyond COVID or like you know right. the, the 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 vegetarian vegan versions of COVID. Right. It was the, it was the original version, no secret sauce COVID. Right. Yeah, back before we had vaccines and all that good stuff. Yeah, so you were like knocked out for like two weeks, right? I mean, it was three and a half weeks. Three it, and I half. was down for a long time. Yeah, I think I have that blood type where it's like you know you get it and it just socks you out. Like Lingers. some people. Yeah, what I think what they said uh, like it's the AB blood type or whatever tends to get it the worst, something like mm. that. And I I to think just my luck that's probably exactly what I've got, <laughs> you know, because I was just knocked on my butt for weeks and weeks and weeks and just not sleep uh, sleeping like thirteen hours a day. It was just a nightmare. It was. Am I allowed to swear on the show? I'm not going to swear. No, on the show. you're not allowed. Unfortunately, even though we're a community radio. Yeah, no. Yeah. It was H E double hockey sticks. Oh, well, you can say that word. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right, it's 9.58. You're listening to WFNULP, 94.1 FM, St. Paul. See, there we go. There's the... Hey, you did it. Muscle memory. Got it. Got it in there. (laughs) My goodness, I tell you. I was listening to your 
to your EP. So I got it early because yep, I did. was in your at your show mm-hmm. um, uh, in December, December eleventh. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you made it available for everybody who was in attendance, mm-hmm. uh, on the caveat that after they buy it, they have to post it. Yeah, they got to talk about how great it is. Right. Yeah. Which I did. I followed the rules. Yes, you did. I, you were, so. I think you might have been the only one. <laughs> which I appreciate. I think I think I sold a handful of copies that night, and I, I didn't hear from anybody except for you. So, oh wh- my God, whoever the rest of you are, I will find you. <laughs> Won't be hard to track down. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. No, I should have put tracking devices in all the right, pre-release yeah. copies, so yeah. I could just like knock on their door, like, you know, like, uh, hi. Uh, I see that you've listened to it, but you haven't said anything about it on social media. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a violation of contract. You'll see right here, uh, paragraph three, subsection two, uh, that you're supposed to post something nice about it, and you didn't do that. Yeah, we're here to repossess the album. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to do the, uh, uh, you know, pretend that it's like a mailing list, and get everybody's socials and their email and their oh, phone number, and then see, when they didn't post it, be like, hey, excuse me, at so and so one yeah. two three four five, <laughs> you didn't post about it. Wait a minute, excuse me, at. Frogtown Radio. Yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be happy to know that it's in this. It's getting in the system this week. Ah, oh, fabulous! The three tracks that we're going to play. I could just send uh, you all of them. Morning. I could send you. I could send. Well, you I've all got them all now. Well, yeah, because I'm... I have also purchased them on Bandcamp. Well, that's right, you did. You, so, I could have given you a. I could have given you a download code. I got goof. no. I got everything, man. Well, anyway, gotta any, support you every way I can. Well, I appreciate that. I yeah. always tell people that when they buy stuff at the shows, I don't actually ever print out the like download codes for people at shows, which mm-hmm. is it's just me being lazy because uh, I feel like it's one of those. I just tell people like, hey, here's the business card. If you want a download code, just tell me you bought a copy and I'll send you one. You know, I'll, I'll just I'm, I'll happily give you one if you want to stream it on Bandcamp or you want the lossless version outside of having a CD. And nobody ever does that. So free music, come on, man. Oh, well, I mean, it, it's it's the same thing they've already bought. It's just like you know, I always just say, yeah, hey, you bought the CD, just email me, tell me about the CD. We met at XYZ show, and I'll send you a download code. You can just have you know a digital copy if you want. And no one ever takes me up on that. Yeah, what I like having, so I have the the physical copy, and then I've got the digital copy, mm-hmm. and then I what I do is if I'm in the car, sometimes if I don't feel like fiddling with the Bluetooth, even no. though it connects yeah. automatically now. I'll does, throw in the CD. Does. Yeah. Or if the CD's in the house, I've got a five-disc CD changer in Whoa. the living room, and it goes right in that, and that's, it just cycles through everything. That's so old it's, school, the CD changer. So it's either Denotive or it's uh, you know, Whitney Houston. Okay, all right. Hey, I, li- I like my CD <laughs> any, mates already. Yeah, any, any 80s R&B Ooh. song that's on a CD, we've a, probably got at the house. A little SOS band, maybe? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, everything. We got... I was listening to yeah. we were <laughs> some Alexander O'Neill maybe or yeah. Shirelle. Yeah, we were going through the old uh, CDs the other day. When I say we, I mean I was sitting on the couch listening. The, the royal we, right? Yeah, um, it was just like a memory lane. There were CDs that I made when I was DJing weddings, just oh, like these man. weird mix CDs, and then throwback. Yeah, but the names that I named them okay. is what the classic is. It's like the best CD ever. Volume one, <laughs> and I think it went How all the way up to like. How many of those were there? there How many were there? <laughs> five. I think there's five volumes of the best CD ever. So th- this 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 is the the mic version of uh, now that's what I call music. Right. It's, it's like you know it could be one of those infomercials you get late night on TV like one thirty in the morning. It's like and the best CD ever, volume seven, right, featuring classic hits from. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Only I gave up after five. I think the uh, newest. Uh, 
now that's what I call music is up to like 84, yeah. 85. I, I remember we had the first one. We had Now. Yeah. This is before they put numbers in front of it. It's just called Now. Is that uh, the one with flagpole sitter? I don't remember what was on it. I just remember the cover. You know, it was one right. of those, I think it was one of those things where my dad wanted to stay caught up on current like music, you know, but um, for whatever reason, like wasn't listening to the radio. What? Or, or maybe listen to the radio. Or maybe it was like I, I know, I know. I, listen, listen. <laughs> um, or is one of those things where like there were like three songs that were hot on the radio that he liked, and he wanted to have those songs and not have to buy the individual albums. Right. You know, like I'm trying to think of who would have been big whenever the first Now came out, which was like what 98, 99, something like that. Yep. You know, uh, probably, yeah. I, I, I think probably had like a Britney Spears song on it. Probably had a Christina Aguilera song yeah, on well, it. Well, now I've got to look it up. Yeah. Now we have the internet, people. We could we could be doing this <laughs> stuff. It's the stuff that you don't think of as you're talking, and you're like, oh, when I get done. With this show, I'll look it up. I mean, you know, I'm sure some people, some some of your guests obviously come in here with a whole itinerary and outline of things they're supposed to talk about. The people that have like agents and stuff like that, you know, right? Yeah, that, that get brought in here and have like, don't make, don't forget to plug this, don't forget to plug this. Me, I'm just we're just off the cuff here. You know, I'm still drinking tea. I'm still waking up. You get me at my rawest, most unfiltered. Okay, raw. Are you ready? Unfiltered. How much do you think it goes for on Amazon right now? The first copy the of first now. First copy, just. Just the CD. Well, it's probably been out of print for at least ten years. Forty-five dollars. Oh, we were close. Really? Thirty-nine eighty-two, brand wow. new. That's the uh, that's the listing price. So here here are the tracks. Okay. Uh, Together again by Janet Janet Jackson. Wow, I forgot Janet. Yeah, Janet. Uh, here's a here's a classic. As long as you love me by Backstreet Boys. Ooh. Can we get a cover on that on the next EP? Oh man, you know I do like the Backstreet Boys. It's not my favorite Backstreet Boys song. My from that era, back, it would have been Larger Than Life would be the yep. song that I like yeah. from the Backstreet Boys. I've done that at karaoke many times. Uh, the Way by Fastball. Don't remember them. Flagpole Sitta was on there by Harvey Danger. I don't remember so that either. I, I remember that one. Say you'll be there by the Spice Girls. Now, All right. I should have known that one because yeah. I'm a huge Spice Girl fan. That that was actually uh, my other half. That was her first concert was the Spice Girls. Nice. Yeah. Casey and JoJo, All Saints, Tonic, Hanson's Umbop. Oh, okay. So yeah, that that is that is like late nineties. Uh, yeah. Less early two thousands, more late nineties. Barbie Girl by Aqua. Oh, yeah. Iconic. Yep. Karma Police by Radiohead. All right, all right. And uh, Fly Away by Lenny Kravitz was also on there. Ooh. Sex and Candy by Marcy Playground. Yeah, okay. So that, that was it. That was the whole thing. Well, there was a few more. Okay. Uh, there's 17 tracks all together. You're like, pitch, you're like pitching this thing. It's like, there's 17 tracks. Yeah, right. Find us top 40 from the late 90s. <laughs> if you're interested, I got a copy here for sale for 39 Yeah, right. I'll, yeah. Make, I'll give you a friend discount of 35 I'll give you my Amazon store ID. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right, well, let's get back to talking about your music. Oh, yeah, okay, we could talk about Chimera, I guess. Yeah. So Chimera is out, came out yesterday. Happy release day. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yesterday. Very good day yesterday. Good. I'm glad. Um, tell everybody where it's available. Okay. Well, Chimera is available anywhere you want it, any which way you want it. Are you stream on Spotify? Well, have I got good news for you. <laughs> YouTube, well, we, more good news. You got to want a physical copy? I got plenty of those. Apple Music, Amazon, what, whatever your poison is, we got a way for you to consume this. So, you know, the, re, the reality is you've got no excuses, and I will find you. <laughs> Especially on the Bandcamp, because you can click put me on the mailing list. Yeah, it's true. 
And then, you, then you know, I should probably take advantage of that more often and subject people to my like you know philosophical whims more more regularly. <laughs> and to be like, have you guys ever thought about you know the process of releasing it out and like have this long diatribe and like, get people to unsubscribe? You know, I got to weed out the people right. that are the Fairweather fans <laughs> and really just have the dedicated people like you, Mike, yeah, the diehards on on the mailing list. You know, everyone else can just kind of go, oh, this guy's a wacko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Chimera is available everywhere. I know you've got a, a physical CD here in the studio with us today. Yeah. I like um, the artwork is perfect. Oh, I, I'm actually really, really pleased with the artwork. And I this was one of the ones I had to I'm showing you like you don't know. What I know. It is. Like, I don't you're showing it to me like I don't know what it looks like. And also that the people listening can see it. Right. Yeah. You know, they would fight. Yeah. They hold up to the microphone. They can. Oh, they can hear Does it. Does that work? Yeah. No. Did you guys hear that? Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that Digipack action. Telling you. Yeah. No, I, I was actually, no, the, the artwork for this one, this is one of those ones where when we when I got all the assets back, it was like, no, I've, I've got to do this as a Digipack. I've got to do it as a really high quality print because it's just, it's it, it just turned it into a standout piece to have. Like, you know, I only ever do runs of 100 at a time and with a, with a completely different maker than I usually do. Spent a lot more than I usually do on all the assets, getting it to look right and making it look really nice. I think it turned out really, really nice compared. I mean, not to say that my other ones were like crap or anything like that, but like, you know, this is one of those ones where we just put in a little extra just to really take it to that next level. And so far, the response to it has just been, you know, out of out of this world. I've had people that I didn't know were following me on Twitter that I'm like, oh, they're like, like, um, oh, it was, uh, who is it? Arcade High. I was sure. like, I was, you know, they're pretty big. And like tweeting at me like, "Yo, I really love the artwork," and I'm like, "Yo, All right. thanks." All right, like both on uh, on Twitter and on and on Facebook, like liking and reacting Legit. to it. And I'm like, "Okay, yeah." I mean, like, I expected at least a couple of people that I'm like good friends with to notice. Like, um, obviously, Michael Oakley and I we have a, a, we we're good friends, and I'm really good friends with Dead Life. And like, you know, when when they say nice things to me, I'm like, "Well, okay, they could just be." being nice right like you know when it's you're someone just that I, saying that yeah, you're just saying that thanks guys <laughs> keep it coming though yeah 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 don't yeah don't stop Pre- <laughs> promo me um you know and then but then like when people i haven't ever talked to or noticing i'm like okay something something's clearly working here so maybe they're not just being nice right michael ed if you're listening which i'm not i don't think you are but if you are i love you <laughs> they're listening to the podcast that's available mm-hmm. anywhere on every podcast platform after the show is over i mean ed's got an excuse he's over in the uk he's like you know six, six hours, hours ahead. ahead of us and michael he's up in canada who knows what they're doing yeah. out there these days that's well, like what four four o'clock then if my math is right in the uk they're up yeah he's up but he, up. Might, he might be working or doing something in the garden I maybe yeah. I, don't, I don't know if the weather's i don't know if the weather's that nice there but <laughs> Now the uh, the artwork on here. So it's what I like is you've got the the grid yep, yep. signifying this is synthwave. Yeah, synthwave. That's, we got to let people know, and then we got all like the purples and the pinks. You got the purples, pinks, and then you've got the chimera creature mm-hmm. hovering above mm-hmm. the city. Yes, to let you know that this album is going to hit you in the face, mm-hmm. and it's a little dark, and it's going to come at you. Yeah. Well, everything I do is a little dark. Right. Which is awesome. And then the CD and the grid inside match up. Yeah. Which is, do you know how long an attention to detail that is? Do you know how long it took me to get that to work out right? I do not. It was it was I was getting pretty obsessive about it, uh, and you know my other half, she's a graphic designer, and actually she, this is one where she actually didn't do any of the graphic design work for me. I couldn't just keep like you know mining that like resource I have at home. Right. You know that's just not polite. I can't do that. Uh, but like the the disc the the company that I use to make the CDs, they have like a three D modeling program to show you what it looks like before you order them. And so I could see inside whether or not the lines were lining up. And I'm just like, well, no, that's not right. 
no, no, come on. <laughs> and I'm like, I keep like, it would have bothered you. And yeah. I keep re-exporting the Photoshop file to like make the, you know, to move the graphics slightly one way or the other. Like, and we're talking like five or six pixels, you know, to make it, to make it right. correct. And she's over there, like, watching me, like, struggle with Photoshop, because I'm not a designer. I hardly ever use Photoshop or Illustrator. And she's like, it's fine. Just leave it. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's got to line up. It's it, it's going to make or break the whole inside of the cover, you know. And you noticed. So, obviously, right. it was worth it. Well, and it, it's one of those things where, if it like, if it was off just a little bit. It would drive me I don't crazy. have OCD, but it would have triggered some OCD yeah, moments it, for me. I mean, I don't have OCD either, but it would have bothered me. Right. You know, and now I can show it off when I'm at a, at a show somewhere and I have the CD and I'm like, look, the lines line up. And they go, oh, they do. You know, and then they get excited about it. Like, how much? And I'm like, well, here you go. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, you did a show on December 11th. Yep. First time uh, since, was that, that was the first time since the 2019 show, right? Yeah. That was it was the, almost two years yeah, to the first, date. The first time since that Can Can show when we uh we got cut short because we had like five acts on a bill right <laughs> for one night yeah what were we thinking yeah it's okay you know we <laughs> it was live and learn live and learn right no, no one listened to me back then when i said i think it might i don't i don't even think i was mean about it i was like i think that's a, that might be kind of an ambitious bill for <laughs> for, for for five hours you know and it's like ah and i was like oh okay it's fine right yeah you know, no big deal and then <laughs> And then we went to like one thirty in the morning, so you know it was perfect. I think I stopped at one. I think I I cut I cut off. I think we went on at like twelve thirty something like that, and we had an hour set planned, but I stopped at half an hour just out of respect for the poor sound guy, who was already there like an hour later than we had him right. signed on to be there. Yeah, you know. Oh, they were great that night. Yeah, like, oh, just play till you're done. It's and like, like but there was oh, nobody left you. at that point. And like the only people that were there were just the us, the nitrate people. And I'm like, you guys have heard all this already. <laughs> like, I'll go for a little bit. We're not even live streaming this. Like, I'll just right. play we'll stop after red light syndrome. We'll call it we'll call it a day. Yeah. So but the December eleventh show. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, you got what, I think it's 50, one I think it's like the best minutes? ones. Yeah. I think it's one of the best ones we've ever done. It was a really good show. I mean, your set was awesome. I it had, was it was perfect. Well, thank you. I mean, not not to downplay uh, tone box or makeup and vanity set or ball the caster. No, like that. see, that was a stacked lineup, though. I mean, it you, was. You couldn't like get any better than what we had that night. I mean, and tone box is one of my favorite artists, so like getting to open for tone box was huge for right. me. And then makeup and vanity set is one of Carl's favorite artists, and so he was like just tickled pink the whole time that we were opening <laughs> for that. I mean, like you know when I when I. Because, you know, we have a group text, the three of us. We talk about, like, here's what's coming up. Here's what we're working on. Like, you guys want to get together. You know, here's here's some fun, here's a funny meme I found. <clears throat> you know, we always give Matt lots of crap because he's the drummer. So every time I find a, a meme that makes fun of drummers, I have to throw it in there. <laughs> or, like, uh, he – he they sent me a text this week where it's like, hey, you didn't thank your uh, – your virile and incredibly handsome live performance musician, musicians on your Bandcamp page. <clears throat> That's why I just copy pasted it. Sure. You know, like I want to, you know, and a special thanks to my, like, you know, my virile, attractive, and incredibly handsome <laughs> live performance. They just copy pasted what, what he texted me. So on the Bandcamp. It's your words. Yeah. Buddy. And I'm like, hey, it's what, you, you know, I mean, I did, I forgot to put that in there. So I was like, right. yeah, I might as well just copy paste and, you know, we'll ham it up yeah. a little bit. So we have a group text. And I remember when I told them that, that was what the bill was going to be. You know, Carl was really stoked. He was like, "Oh, dude, Mega Man Vanity Set was like my intro into this world. Like, that's that's fantastic." You know? Yeah. There were a few other expletives and in, in, oh, and, sure. and the way yeah. we discussed it that I can't use on your <laughs> your heckin' station. Right. But, that's <clears throat> right. FCC's listening. They might be. We don't know. 
certainly in the podcast version, we could have all the behind the scenes. Oh, sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, no, there was a, I think we had, we had over 100 people at that show. We had a bunch of people that were, I was, it, it made the, the rush to get the CDs there and the T-shirts there worth it because there mm-hmm. were a lot of people that were really excited about it after seeing us play. So, yeah, that was, that was just in terms of the, the response we got and the audience and how the show went, I think that was our best one. Yeah, and to I think date anyway, the people that have heard your other stuff, you know, off of Sentinel mm-hmm. um, and those albums, they, that's what they came and they saw that and they were happy. But your new stuff was because sometimes you go to a concert mm-hmm. and the band you're seeing says, "And this is the new one off of the yeah. new album and that you, nobody's and, heard of before." And then it's like, oh, it's like, all right, I gotta go use the restroom. <laughs> yeah, but nobody did that. No, I, I mean, all night long, nobody did that. But especially like when you're like, "This is the new one off of Chimera." Mm-hmm. You had the you had them at that point, and they were like, "Well, this is awesome! I can't wait." Well, it helps to do it as bookends. So any 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 you know budding live bands that are listening, you can't just throw your new stuff right in the middle. You can't just you can't. That's the break. That's what tells people it's time to go to the bathroom. Right. You do it right at the beginning. Well, then well now they're like, "Well, I'm not going to go take a break right as the show's starting," and then you do it right at the end. They're not going to. Well, I'm not going. It's almost over anyway. Right. You know, that's how you get them. Yeah, you know, if you if you put it in the middle, they're like, well, there's still half a set left. I'll just I'm gonna go get a beer, you <laughs> yeah. know. Right. I we saw Journey years ago at the State Fair, and they played some new songs. Yep. And everybody groaned <laughs> as soon as they're like, "This is a new one off our new." I was like, "Ah, play any way you want it." Yeah. <laughs> it's well, like, that's like when I saw. Well, to be fair, Journey's only got four good songs, so. <laughs> their new stuff was not good. Yeah. At no. all. So. I mean, that's like when I saw Van Halen in high school, which you know. Yeah. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. That was like, you know, he they would be like, okay, here's one off the new album we just put out, which like I think they just put out like their double greatest hits LP, something like that. So it only had like two new songs on it. <laughs> so like it really wasn't, they weren't going to do a whole lot of new material. Right. You know, they, but they had two new songs on there. And it's like, just you could see the, the waves of people going up to the bathrooms they put on. And I'm like, come on, the new stuff's all right. Come on, guys. <laughs> still Van Halen. Yeah. That's, you're not real fans. That's when you pull out the you're I mean, not a was, real fan argument i was like 17 years old i wasn't about to get into a fight with some guy and you know <laughs> some, some guy who's 40 yeah exactly he's like i saw that hill 1984 this sucks you know like you know some guy's gonna pull that crap right like, okay whatever fine you got it on vinyl i don't right just maybe a flex in 2003 right yeah you know nowadays everyone's got everything on vinyl yeah well kind of now there's that shortage going on i still want to get something pressed on vinyl at some point That'd be awesome. I looked into because so night audit Sean he did mm-hmm. the vinyl the the lathe cut vinyl oh yeah show so I looked up to see what how much a vinyl lathe costs and it's like four grand. It depends on what you do because the thing with lathe cutting and this isn't to downplay Sean lathe cutting is done like on a per order basis with mm-hmm. each individual record right so there's not like a lacquer press so if you just want to do a couple of them it's very it's it can be cost effective. You know, but then you're because you, you only you're gonna pay a couple hundred bucks to get ten of them. The problem with lathe cutting, from what I understand, and this is not from personal experience, uh, is that lathe cutting the quality is a lot lower because they can't they can't do it as loud because they're doing it kind of like you know uh, it's Thomas, like cutting a key or something. it's like yeah Thomas Edison style right. where they're doing it you know like in real time on like a soft it like has to be a soft vinyl to mm-hmm. do it. And so that means it deteriorates faster. And then also, if I remember correctly, lathe cut has to be mono because of Correct. That. Yes. So if you want stereo high fidelity, lathe cut is not is not your angle you want to go on. It's kind of a novelty thing, my is my right. understanding more of the lathe cutting angle. Yeah. But, I looked into it once. I, yeah. I honest 
when I did the uh, Back in the Saddle remix collection uh, back in February 2020, I think is when I put that out. I really should know. I should have been armed with better information about my own releases coming. <laughs> I say, is this deal. your music, right? Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, mostly, mostly. That, that was the other denote of that release. That oh, okay. Um, no, um, I looked into it because I thought it'd be kind of neat to have like a transparent blue vinyl or something like that, like mm-hmm. just kinda, and as a novelty thing people could buy. But what I had to, even with lathe cutting, if you're planning to resell them, you know, as an artist, the amount of them you have to buy to make it worth it is just you have to get at least still like twenty or thirty of them, and you're still paying you know forty dollars per unit so if you're going to resell it like the i think the most anyone's going to pay for a vinyl is like 50 bucks and when you're asking to pay for something that's mono mono low fidelity it's kind of like eh, at this point i might as well just save up and do a big actual lacquer press right. and yeah. do a run of 100 of them or 150 yeah and then hope that i can sell enough of them to justify having pressed it in the first place yeah i'm planning on uh framing that one that Sean oh nice brought because I think there's only like twenty or thirty copies. Yeah, made. sounds right. I mean, yeah, it was very limited. I mean, that's the great thing about lathe cutting is you can do a really limited run like yeah. that because they're all done as one offs. Yep, and he's he's another artist where I've got you know seventeen different copies of the same album on different different ways. Oh, to, you, I know you super. We love people <laughs> like you. We love people so, like you. Yeah, you know I do what I can. You know, you're, you're like, I'm just a little guy here. No, yeah. come on, come on. Stop being so modest. We love people like you. Well, it's great with Bandcamp is you buy the album, you get the digital copy, yeah. and you got it forever, and then you can download it. I was just telling Bridge about Bandcamp, uh, how great it is, and Bandcamp Fridays and all that stuff. I know. Next next Friday is a Bandcamp Friday, so anyone who's listening. Oh, it wasn't yesterday? I thought it was yesterday. No, they, they sent me an email that they're starting again in February, and I'm oh. like, great. Tell me this after I said the release go. date. Like, you know, I set the release date for this thing back in December. I set the release date before that December show. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, it's going to be a Friday. I don't think it's, I don't care if it's a Bandcamp Friday or not. And sure enough, they're like, yep, February, whatever it is, February 6th, <laughs> first Bandcamp Friday 2022. I'm like, great, literally one week later. Yeah. Thanks, Bandcamp. Appreciate you. Well, you'll just have to hit it hard again. I mean, which is fine. I mean, like, um, I've got some good traction going on, like, uh, Spotify playlists and, um, you know, I'm, always reaching out to blogs and the nice thing about having someone like carl you know on on you know kind of in my in my program is it's kind of opened up this world to to like metal enthusiasts Mm -hmm. because carl you know i don't know if everyone realizes this carl's kind of he's kind of a famous black metal musician in his own right and it's a huge honor that he even wants to work with me on a regular basis because he could have his pick of any projects to work on um, and the fact that we've actually got him, I've actually got him on a recording now as like a named feature is a really big deal. Yeah, we're going to play that song here too. You really should. That's That song just absolutely rules. Uh, and he took it to the next level, both in, at the show and when we recorded it. Uh, but it's opening up this whole world of, uh, you know, metal enthusiasts that are like, maybe not diehard synthwave people, but are like, oh, this there's a lot of. There's, there's some like heavy metal elements. To this. Yeah, this is really cool. It drives <clears throat> that that song drives. <laughs> it's one of my faster ones. I don't normally do a lot of. Fa- I think this is probably out of all my releases the fastest average BPM. You know, for all of them. I mean, like, well, I guess that's not true. I'll do the math later. I'll tell you what. I'll do the math later. We'll figure it out. Well, I'm looking at Retribution right now on my laptop. You had 140 beats per minute on yep, that one. Yeah, that sounds right. So, um, Chimera is at 120. Yep. The Ultimatum is 155. 
You're telling me these things like I don't like I didn't make them. Oh, I know. I'm telling the audience because <laughs> oh, they okay. didn't make them. You, well, you're looking at me while you said it. <laughs> like, well, I'm just like just to let you know, man. Oh no. <laughs> I'm just you know for the for the audio nerds out there like me who look at that stuff. Who's like, how fast can I dance to this thing? Yeah, 140 <laughs> I found is actually a really danceable BPM. I used to think it was too fast, but people are really into 140. I mean. That's retribution started because I was DJing uh, a show, and I put on Starfighter by Weiss, which is one of my favorite synthwave tunes. Mm-hmm. But I sped it up to 140, and I'm like, man, this kind of slaps at 140. Because I think the original is like 132, something like that, or like 133. Like it's, it's, but at 140, it just hit, and I'm like, there needs to be more synthwave songs like this at 140. <laughs> and so, like you know, retribution came to me like a year later, and I'm like, well, it's gonna be 140 because that was a tempo that slapped. People yeah. loved that. Awesome. Well, let's get into the music uh, before we run out of time. Yeah. So we're going to listen to Chimera, which is the title track. Um, And then after that, we'll hear Retribution and then The Ultimatum. And then we'll come back and we'll talk about those tracks. Yeah, knock knock them down one, two, three in a row. The the deep meaning behind each one. Oh, Lord. Okay. After we play (laughs) it. You're listening to The 945 Show on WFNULP. I am your host, Mike Rez, and Denotive is in studio this morning. Yes, I am.
Time for the WFNULP Out the Window Weather Report. All right, Matt. We talked about this just before you got on the air. I wasn't ready. No, see, nobody is ever ready. Um, if you need any pointers, Bridge has done this before. Okay. Um, well, I can, t- I can tell you that here in the studio, it's a balmy 71 <laughs> degrees, 15% relative humidity. Um, what do you see outside the window? Oh, well, it's a beautiful, beautiful day here in scenic St. Paul, Minnesota. I'd say visibility at least five miles. Uh, part uh, mostly sunny skies. Yeah, say yeah, mostly sunny skies. Re- low relative humidity. Visibility at least ten miles. <laughs> what about your uh, barometric pressure? Don't forget I about that. I have no idea. Oh man, I'm sure we're probably in the middle of a high pressure system right now because there's no precipitation and no clouds. Ooh, you've been paying attention. Yeah. See, I knew it. I, I took meteorology in college. That was like the that was the science class you took when you didn't want to do science. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Although I always liked meteorology, so I was in there with a bunch of people that didn't want to do science. Where I was like, meteorology is fascinating. <laughs> you know, they had they had the the science classes for all the people that uh, weren't science people, but I was like kind of just a moderate science person. So I had my my, my I took a normal physics class because I like physics. And I took mm-hmm. meteorology, and those are my two sciences and. I liked both of those things, but I just ended up in a class full of people that didn't like those things. Oh, man. I know. All right. Well, since I brought it up, the barometric pressure is 30.01. But I see. I have no idea what that is relative yeah, to. Any I don't either. But I brought it I, up. I need the, like, the fishing-style dial that goes in the wall <laughs> where it's like it has the dial that points like good fishing, bad fishing, there you good go. fishing. Yep. You know, so you can tell, like, ah, so it's, it's moderate barometric pressure. <laughs> Today would be a terrible day to go fishing. That's right. All right, let's get into the uh, the forecast for the St. Paul, Frogtown, 
Twin Cities area. Today, you can expect a high of 28 degrees. Uh, tomorrow, a low of 11, a high of 22. Monday and Tuesday, both highs of 33. So we're hitting the heat wave. Ooh, above freezing. Yeah, but Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we're going to hit bottom again. We're at 10, 5, and 13 for a high. Currently, right now, it is 17 degrees. I'll take that. Yes. It was better than uh, standing outside after getting dumped by the light rail when it was like 10 below. Yeah. That's like so cold your eyelashes are sticking together. <laughs> That's cold. Yeah. Yeah. Try having a beard. It freezes. I, I've tried having... I can't do it. It's a rare and elusive skill. I don't know how you... I don't know what you did to trick your face into doing that, but I'm not I'm not capable of it. I think you should surprise your fans on the next show and just come up. <laughs> have a beard. Come up with a beard. Oh. I, I don't know if surprise is the right word. Uh, I think it'd be more like kind of like shocked. It'd be like, uh, <laughs> okay. Because like, you know, I have like facial hairs that grow like red. It's weird. Well, we'll try it. Yeah. I have mine grow gray. So, I mean, But see, I mean, that's what I should wait for is I should wait for them to grow for in the gray. For the distinguished gray. And then, and then I can go, you know, that's like, yeah, if I time it right, it's when my hairline will recede a little more. You know, and then it's just like I have the big bushy gray beard. There you go. You know, yep. not not everyone can be as lucky as my uh, virile and handsome stage musician. Right, right, exactly. Like you know, Matt Smith, who just maintains that beautiful brown <laughs> red beard the whole time. All right. Well, speaking of the music and musicians, before the weather report, the award-winning segment that happens on the nine forty-five. Wait, show. so this is award-winning? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of awards. Too many to, to name right now. Actually. Wow. Yep. Uh, we heard uh, first. We heard Chimera, the title track off of the new Chimera EP that mm-hmm. uh, Denotive has released, uh, which was released yesterday and yes. available right now on all major streaming platforms and Bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we heard Retribution after that, and the Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Chimera. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Um, what what sticks out to you, or what do you remember most about creating that song? And tell us who the featured vocalist is. Well, I'll, I'll start. I'll go in reverse order. So, sure. Uh, featured vocalist is this uh, wonderful uh, professional voice user that I'm uh, mutuals with on Twitter, uh, Melissa Medina. I doubt she's listening, so I, I'm pretty sure I said her name right. That was always a, she. She's uh, she's done all kinds of voice acting work, and is uh, that's what she's renowned for. Renowned yeah, she's for, on really. video games. And yeah, all she, sorts she, of she, stuff. like Alien Firestorm is the one that sticks out to me as one that mm-hmm. she did relatively recently. But she's done like. Uh, Anime voice dubs, video game. She she was in some this fighting game. She played this adorable little firecracker of a character that you know kicked butt. And um, so Melissa is just an outstanding vocalist in every capacity, and surprisingly does not have a lot of features as a singer. Which you know, su- which I say surprisingly because as you heard, she has a fantastic singing voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I remember when I first brought the vocals in during the project when I was live streaming. I used to live stream every Thursday. I kind of stopped because I was getting a little burnt out. Uh, but I brought the vocals in for the first time, and uh, one of my good friends, she was on the stream. She's like, God, this woman could like sing the nutrition facts to me <laughs> on the back of the cereal box and right. still sound amazing, uh, which I think is 100% true. So I'm uh, very, very privileged to have uh, Melissa on this album. She's just an outstanding voice user, uh, vocalist. I say voice user because that's kind of like the catch-all in my opinion. Like She's voice actress and a singer, you know. Right. And if I said just singer or just voice actress, it's like kind of doing disservice right. to the other one because she does both. She makes both. a living off her vocals. She makes her a living off her vocals. Yeah. She does that full time. You know, that's her job. And she's she's local here in the Twin Cities. Not sure 
where exactly. We've never really met face to face. I just know mm-hmm. that she lives here somewhere, and that I'm a really big fan. And uh, she doesn't get enough credit for her singing, in my opinion. You know, more people should hire her to do singing. Right. And when I saw that feature on here, I was actually, I was like, oh my God, I know this person because that's we're a, mutuals on Twitter too. Yeah. And I was like, I know who this is. That's, that's awesome. I can't wait to hear that. Yeah. Track. She just hit 10K on Twitter not too long ago. She's hilarious. Everyone should go follow her. You yeah. Know? She's great. She's I, a great follow. You know, she'll always, she's not one of those people that, uh, you know, gets like stuck up about her follower account. You know, if you say something, if you say something funny in her replies, she'll, she'll reply to you. Right. Yeah. You know, which is yeah. great. The, the human touch. So, uh, no, uh, Chimera was. I'm trying to think of how, like, what the seeds of that track coming together were because it was so long ago now and it's been through so many iterations. You gotta understand, a lot of these tunes, when I record something or write something, I will reiterate for months, years. Like, I'll, I'll, I've got a particular song that uh, for the next release that I've probably done four different rearrangements of Mm. over the course of five years until I finally got it to sound right. And Chimera was similar in that respect, but it didn't take five years. It only took two. You know, if, if, yeah. you, want, if you want to so split So that was hairs. one of your faster songs. Yeah, it was one of the faster <laughs> ones. I mean, this whole EP, I mean, like Sentinel took me 18 months, and I thought that was a pretty long time. Chimera took me about 18 months for half as many tracks. So, you know, right. what is that time? I'm slowing right. down. You know, in my, in my ripe so it's old It's the age. Yeah, in my ripe old age. I'm just getting to be more of a perfectionist, which is equally problematic for other reasons. But, uh, no, Chimera was... Um, I was listening to a lot of Oliver when I wrote that. So there's a couple of little cues in there that kind of call back to uh, some of the things on Oliver's Full Circle album, which is one of my favorite albums of all time. And I had just gotten a hold of uh, the Oliver Power Tools sample pack, mm. which for any budding music producer out there, I don't care what your genre is, the Oliver Power Tools sample pack from Splice is just, you will never need drum samples again. Everything on it is perfect. Like, I, I, I think... Pretty much, I think I don't think there's a single track on Chimera that doesn't have, I mean, except for the intro, that doesn't have something from the Oliver Power Tools sample pack on it. It's just all everything's punchy and perfect and great because Oliver is uh, one of I think the greatest contemporary audio engineers out there. So the sample pack is equally great. So that that's how a lot of it started. I knew I wanted to do some more dance tracks, and I finally had the the right samples and the right chops to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, until it came time to mix everything and it was complicated and terrible and my engineers like yelling at me and like, you should be, why don't you have this kind of a tool and why don't you using this thing? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> right. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. I, just, I, didn't you. Know what I, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> you know? So yeah, Chimera, I don't remember. I think I probably remember the least about how it came together. I, other than I knew that I wanted to have uh, that, that breakdown. Right. You know, which is where the vocals are. Because I'm a sucker for having a Rhodes piano in a synthwave track. You just got, you got to do it. Not enough. Pe- I feel like not enough people want to use samples of real instruments when they're doing electronic music. And I, I my answer is why. You know? Right. Like I've I abuse the crap out of real string samples and real pianos and real Rhodes. Like you know, quote unquote. And these I'm using air quotes because they're not really real instruments. They're all sample libraries that I have. But right. like they just fill space in a way that a lot of synths can't. Um, you know, and Chimera is a perfect example of that because there's real strings in there. There's Rhodes piano. Like, on Retribution, I've got like a quote unquote real piano. Right. And obviously, we've got guitars on the Ultimatum. Yeah. And strings. And so the Ultimatum, that's the one uh, where you, you call out Carl's feature in that one. Yeah. And I think 
for those that just heard it, mm-hmm. um, you know why. Yes. So, and I was saying off the air, uh, watching Carl live is like just one of the best things that you can do. He's in a whole other world, and Carl, I don't feel like gets enough credit just because he's kind of like his. I'm trying to think of how to describe it. Carl's a very humble man, and I respect this about him. But sometimes he also, I think, he deserves the the, the praise that he gets. Sure. Because he's just next level. Yeah. No. He uh, he does a, a a lot of good work. I mean, you can see it on stage. I mean, just his stage presence alone. I mean, he's got that really cool guitar yeah. leg on the on the monitor while he's you know <laughs> yeah. jamming on the guitar till his fingers fall off. So. Well, and the thing is, too, he switched to a completely digital setup, which. You know, it makes he kind of gets to brag now because he has the easiest like load in and load out out of, out of the three of us. Because you know he used to have the big cab and the preamp, and I mean that sounded great also. But like I remember when he got his his Kemper, he was just over the moon. He's like, "This thing is so cool! I can have all these presets. I can recall it. It only it fits into this one little case. It's so easy to do, and it sounds fantastic." Right. You know, and, and I'm like, "Yeah, that does sound fantastic." I mean, like I'm not a guitar person at all, uh, and Carl just brings this whole other level to our dynamic it's kind of like you know um having a teacher checking over your work you know because <laughs> sure. I mean, he's been out there and done this so much and he like he really understands like the dynamics of what it takes to make a live act work you know i mean that's not and that's not to downplay uh matt either like matt no has, matt matt Matt's has a ton of awesome job. musician in his yeah, own matt right. is an amazing musician and um matt and i we first bonded over car stuff and that's a whole other conversation <laughs> um you know both i mean both of them really are just outstanding musicians and um I hope it's not one of them texting me right now, <laughs> making fun of me for calling them out like this. Oh, how dare you? How dare you? But, I mean, it really does feel that way sometimes. Like, I lean on them a lot to be like, is this a good idea? Should we do this? Like, I think I'm going to try this thing. How do you guys feel about this? Right. You know, because they've they've got more experience than I do. And I really rely on them a lot to kind of, like, help me make the right decisions. And they're both fantastic for that. Now, going back to the album... The reason Carl has a feature on that track instead of just like because he's also on that's the he does a solo on Chimera also that's him as well you know sorry to disappoint anyone listening I'm not that good of a guitarist it's not me so Carl Carl does guitars on that also but he gets a feature on the Ultimatum because he just transformed that track like I sent him a sketch uh, thinking like yeah we're gonna add kind of some layers in here just to kind of beef it up a little bit and he just like took it in a whole other direction and it was just like one of those things where. When I got the raw guitar cuts for the Ultimatum, um, it, it just like it was like night and day. Like what I was doing before was like yeah, kind of a neat little sketch. Maybe it'll be released someday. To oh, this is a masterpiece now. Right. Okay. You know, like, and I think I was teasing him last winter when I got all those pieces. Like, you've made me a very happy man, but future me is going to be a very sad man. When I have to mix all this because now it's going to be really, really difficult. Right. And he, you know, he's always he's like. He's like, ah, oh, I'm delighted I could add to your misery. You know, right. he, has, he has these great little one-liners. <laughs> when, you, when you're writing your music, um, do you ever laugh maniacally to yourself, knowing that Carl and Matt are going to have to try to somehow put this together in a live set? <laughs> they would like to think that I do. They really think that I'm like some horrible, evil taskmaster that's right. going, like, sitting there with, like, my cauldron of music, like, stirring and like, just try playing that drum pattern, Matt. Like, they, they want to think that's how it works. You know, right. or like, just try playing this guitar line, Carl. I've got you this time, skill them. You know, they want to think that's how it goes, but it's really not how it works. I just do whatever feels right and sounds right, and then later on, 
we have to figure out how to make it work. And then we kind of go, oh, that's going to be difficult. Are you guys okay? And they're kind of like through, like choking back with tears like, it's fine. We'll get it. Yep. It's cool. <laughs> well, watching Matt work sometimes, it's like watching some like somebody just like photoshopped him out of a video and put him there and like sped him up four times <laughs> you know so i mean he, he's got those arms and sticks flying around it's just nuts well we had to do we had to do it really specifically for um our intro track that i, I created for the show in december and and for alter the tune that came after that uh because alter has a sub bass that, that hits when the kick drum hits and so we left the sub bass in with the backing track because it changes pitch a couple times sure so we can't just make it a trigger on the drum kit so it was really important that he get the pattern 100% right as it was on the recording. You know, and to his credit, it's exactly what he did. He just sat and listened to it like, you know, 100 times in our recording space by himself. Uh, I brought a subwoofer in so he could actually hear it when he did it. And he, he nailed it. He got it. He got the pattern exactly 100% right. There was no room for deviation. Awesome. You know. All right. Well, we got to wrap it up here in a couple of minutes. Um, tell us again. Where are the fans? Where are the listeners? For those who are being very shameful and haven't purchased Chimera yet, how can they get it? How can they listen to it? Where is it available? And uh, here's your elevator pitch. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chimera is available on all major streaming platforms. So whatever your preference is, you can get on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Play. Uh, Title is, is what I think a lot of people are using now because mm-hmm. they're mad at Spotify. And so if that's not your, if Spotify is not your jam, then uh, Tidal is out there as well. I mean, there's like 150 different. Deezer is out there. Yeah, Deezer. Napster is still around. Apparently Napster Napster's pays, still around. pays, pays really pretty well. good. Um, you know, Google, I don't know if, is Google Music still a Google thing? Google Music still a thing, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, how about this? If it's still, if it's still a thing, it's on there. <laughs> if it's not still a thing. It's not on it's there. It's not on there. <laughs> and then, of course, you can get it directly from me. Uh, my Bandcamp page, which I have redirected, so it's just store.d.notive.cc slash album slash Chimera. Hmm. All right. Or go to the links on social media. Yeah, you can always, I mean, you know, I, I talk a lot. It's easy to find me. Yep, that's true. You can also stream it on my, do people still use SoundCloud? I do still have a SoundCloud. Yep, I think so. Some people do. So yeah. it's lowercase d period n-o-t-i-v-e. Mm-hmm. If you Google that, you'll find me. No spaces. That was the... The first mistake I made when I was first trying to find you oh, no. way back was I, I tried putting spaces and oh, it was hard. That's that's dirty. Yep. Matt, thank you for coming in. Ah, oh, thank you for having me, Mike. It's always a pleasure. Listen to Chimera, stream it, buy it, do all that fun stuff. It's Saturday. It's cold out. Stay inside. Stay warm. Listen to Chimera. There you go. On repeat. It'll warm you up. Right. Thank you for listening to the 945 show on Frogtown Community Radio. I'll be back next week. Have a good day, everybody.